Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Right, let's do this then. Huh? Oh, I think that's been outlawed, Tim. Oh yeah, you know let's do this now. That is it. What? what? Well, this is a big question that we don't know. What are actually going to run out to this season? I don't know. I don't know what is Tom O'Hawk going to lead them out to. <laughs> Please don't look out, Tom O'Hawk. <laughs> the incredibly tasteful. <laughs> Irish um, bird of prey. <laughs> be leading them out. That was hilarious <laughs> when they did that. He never actually made it to be a mascot. They designed him, organised him, had him ready. Tom oh, Mohawk. Did, did Tom Mohawk never make it? He might have run out in one game. I don't know. Possibly not well, even that. They've got Jack Noll as their official mascot now, so it's fine, isn't it? <laughs> oh, he's a Munster fan, remember? Oh, is he? He, he turned up at the... the, the, the oh, yeah, in his monster outfit. His monster outfit. Yeah, very good. Very good. Well... So, yeah, X to Chiefs preview. Uh, for, yeah, first big question we're going to find out this weekend because they're at home to Leicester is what, what their what their walkout music is going to be. Well, I don't think it's going to matter because I think the atmosphere at Sandy Park this year is going to be amazing because it'll be swelled by all of the... Um, Native American fan base that they, that they now have. <laughs> the extra 10,000 people. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I, the, the scrapping of the... I mean, that's, that was why they did it, right? Because it appeals to a broader audience. So they'll be rocking down at Sun, Sunday Park. So all those people who refuse to go on moral principles yeah. will now they'll, they'll turn up and pay their 40 quid. It'll be like um, the bloke who, spl- who sprays himself with Lynx being surrounded by girls. <laughs> It'll be just like a Lynx advert. <laughs> uh, so... Rugby wise, yeah. yes, I'm not sure these guys are in a good place. Well, it, when you look at the ins and outs, it's it's outs. It's all outs, isn't it? It's like the salary cap karma catching up with you. Well, not salary cap karma. Well, yeah, because they redid their every, deals, didn't they? Everyone, everyone did. Every, every club's had to do it, but I think uh, whereas, say, Leicester Tigers won the Premiership last season after spending the year before getting their house in order and, and making all the coals mm. previously because there was no relegation and that served them pretty well. I think Exeter, because they'd just come off the back of winning winning a double yep. and they had a squad together and I think probably understandably felt we need to make hay while the sun shines, kept their squad together for as long as they could and now the the salary cap the situation has really kicked in because they've, they've had to shave yeah. their £2 million. Pounds, and it's all come now rather than previously. Well, it's a mixture of things, isn't it? Multifactorial, as some people like to say. So I kind of think that the England team went through this when they win the World Cup. They did so by having a mature group of players all 
peak at the right time. But the downside to that is they all left at the, mm-hmm. left at the same time. There's an element of that here at Exeter. But in addition to that, you've got the salary cap cuts. So if you did your deals nice and early uh, over COVID, you could have a little bit more out of your good squad. The problem is it all disappeared at the same time. And that's exactly what's happened to Exeter. There is no more money left. Um, so they are stuck in basically rebuild mode. From yeah, what I mean, I, I, th- I let's, think let's talk through those. So let's do- yeah, to put that in perspective, and one of the ones you'll mention now, just mm. to lead into it, is Rob Baxter. Uh, this just demonstrates what's changed in the landscape. He said he never thought that he would have players leaving his club because the contracts that were on offer from a Scottish club side were better than he could offer. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. So. First one on my list is Sam Skinner, yeah, exactly. who is Scotland international, but he's um, came through at, at Exeter. Very good player and a very useful player to have in your squad yep. yeah, because absolutely. he can cover second row and back row. So he leaves alongside Johnny Hill, Lions and British uh, English starting um, second row, and a true tight headlock as well. Yeah, he's a big boy. Uh, Sam Hidalgo Klein goes to Benetton Sean Lonsdale goes to Dragon Tom O'Flaherty who scored a hat-trick this weekend goes to Sale good lad uh, Don Armand has retired mm. Sam Nixon goes to Grenoble so there's a few lesser names here Jack Walsh to Ospreys Aaron Hinckley although it happened last season yeah. to, to Northampton Saints originally on a, on a trial and now permanently there Alfie Petch also goes to Saints Jordan Poole Coventry, Shay Cornish, Coventry, Danny Southworth, Coventry, and Will Whitty goes out the door to Perpignan. So oh, lost, nice. So they've lost a few who can play in that um, kind of second Will row, Whitty? back row area. Really? Yeah, yeah. Now that's a, that, so I thought he'd be a guy that they that they rely on. They'd want to keep. Yeah, yeah definitely. Bit of money in France. Well, they've got Christ Chunza, and they've got that other David Jones. David, David Jones. Jones. They've got a couple of young second rows. They're going to have to. Well, they are very young. And they brought in another um, South African, Ruben van Heerden, it, who is a six foot six, yes. one hundred and twenty kg, big strong boy, second row. Good. They they do like they've got form in scouting from that part of the world. Yeah, they they do, uh, and they squeeze some value there. Interestingly, I, I noticed Owen Slot in the Times used your. I mean, it's not your phrase, but in this context, you've used this the squeezed middle. Yeah, no, it was Charlie Morgan's phrase, isn't it? Oh. it? Uh, yeah. It, I definitely remember Charlie Morgan doing an article on oh, this, whether go. he used the phrase or or not. But yeah, I, I've said a lot of it based on what I've read from Charlie Morgan, yeah. which all makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, so, uh, and in terms of ins, they got any significant ones? Um, so obviously we've mentioned Ruben van Heerden, yeah. who will be significant, massive, nothing else. Yeah. Um, Solomon Carter, who is a uh, centre and probably winger. Uh, who has played rugby league and also for Tonga. Um, and the biggest name is... Well, the biggest name is maybe Yestin Harris, but not that Yestin. <laughs> not that Yestin. <laughs> not that Yestin Harris. He's a 23-year-old hooker who comes from Cardiff. But the biggest name is Scotty Co. Yeah, that's a big name. Yeah. Mm. It, I mean, it doesn't inspire me, to be honest. It's... It's an interesting signing. I, I, I really like Scott Seal. I good, do as well. I don't really signing. know where it came from. Um, didn't seem like an area of immediate need, but, you know, don't know what... I don't know. I, I think I disagree, actually. I think um, 
un- uncharacteristically, set piece for Exeter wasn't wasn't dominant. It struggled on occasion, even. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And Ben Moon and Hepburn have both done good things, and they've both still got a few good years. Uh, the Josephus Scott and uh, Patrick Schickling. Who, yeah, who, um, more on the tight head side, aren't they? Whereas yeah. Hepburn and, and Moon, and Moon are both yeah. loose heads. Which right. Scotty Seo is also yeah. Yeah. a loose head. I mean, Ben Moon is still one of the best scrummaging loose heads in the country. He, and that's not going to, I don't think that's going to change with an extra year of uh, age. In fact, he probably gets even better and stronger because that's what as props a, do. As a scrummager, yes. But yeah. he offers a bit less around the box. Whereas yeah. Hepburn, Hepburn is, works hard. Yeah. Between them, it's, it's a bit like the old Harlequins hooker problem. You had three, and each one of them could do one thing amazingly, but none of them could do everything. Yeah. You almost feel, and those two have been great, great servants, but it feels like you've got the work hard athletic Hepburn and the tight work scrummaging um, Moon, whereas Scotty Seal can do both of those things. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think the, the pro- well, I would have reinforced it. I would have reinforced the tight head side because Patrick Schickling is a huge lad, but. Um, his scrummaging leaves something to be desired, to put it mildly. Uh, he, I, I think, he, I think he will come on. He has I'm to. Optim- I'm optimistic. It was his first season playing at that level last year. Yeah, yep. he's had some time in the England camp. Yeah, as well. I, I go played. with that. His his raw attributes are impressive. Well, I mean, that's undoubtedly what they've done here. They've yeah. obviously gone. Let's get this massive guy and let's hope massive that... Massive and rapid. Yes, true. And let's just hope that we can teach him enough about scrimmaging. But he's got to want to do it. I mean, he's, you know, he's, you've got to have that sort of mindset. Uh, I didn't show me much of that last year. It's a hard position. It's a very hard position. Uh, so that would be... And they've got a New Zealand guy as well who's equally as massive. Yeah. Joseph Scott. Yes. That's Joseph Scott. They've still got Harry Williams. They've got Marcus Street who's played a little bit. Yeah. Um, so they've got... I think they're backing the between the the options they brought in previously and the young lads at tight head with Harry Williams still being on his form. Who's an England prop in his own right? Um, they've got enough on on that side. So who is going to be paying the Simmons tax? I.e., who are the flankers? Um, if Dave Hughes is fit, he's going to be there. Vermeulen and Ewers. That'll do. Dave, Dave Hughes is 130 kilos, six foot four. Mm-hmm. There's, there's and, not many. Kirsten, <laughs> not and many cap, Kirsten and Capstick. Capstick. That is a boy that I really like. So it wouldn't surprise me if Capstick comes in at eight and uh, Simmons moves on to the flank. I think Capstick's a really, they, really good... They had that Capstick's young lad as well. What was the name of the young lad who was a number eight? He had his sister who's like, like a, a oh, proper uh, player as well. Tuima. Tuima, Russ Tuima. Russ Tuima, who played... Good knowledge, I've never even heard of him. He played at the weekend against um, against Ulster. Ulster. Yeah. He still need, he's, he still looks like a lad who needs a couple of years of strength and conditioning. Like, no, he, he's a massive bloke and he's pretty explosive, but he's just a bit softer on the edges, I'd I, say. I, I, took, I took my lad Louis to this sale DPP session uh, the other week. I was chatting to one of the, the, the coaches there and I was just saying, you know, what... Um, what what weights and stuff do you do with with lads, you know, six, sixteen, seventeen, or whatever? He said mostly they do body weight only stuff. What mm. pull ups? Pull ups fine. Yeah, uh, uh, press ups. If you want to make it harder, you can invert them. Get make them. So he, he said there's there's a lot you can really do while they're still growing, 
and <laughs> pull-ups alone. I mean, it is true, but I'd also say you need to get into workout culture pretty quickly. You, you can do that with, like, if, if you're going to do bodyweight stuff, press-ups. But if you're just doing press-ups, it's more difficult because you need to do 40 press-ups. Yeah. Yeah. But you can throw in, like, clap, clap, clap yeah. press-ups, plyometrics, explosive stuff. That's good for you. Mm, it is good. Box jumps rather than squats, that kind of thing. Yep. Um, you need a box. Lunge jumps. If you're using gravity in your own body weight, that's yeah. it's like quite a good workout. I mean, it was just quite you, interesting. You can, that do, that's, you can do a pretty good workout. If you've got something to hang off, right, you can do a pretty good workout with some, uh, some look, I, if I had some some one item of workout gear, it'd be a kettlebell. Uh, that'd be it. Now, I, you know, if, if you only choose one, uh, actually, would it be a pull-up I, I bar? think it'd be a pull-up bar. I'd, I'd, I'd maybe I'd pull maybe a pull-up bar, actually. Because if, if I've just got... So if we had to do this... What, if, got, I'm on the ho- if I'm on holiday with the kids and there's no gym, every time I go to the park with Thomas, I'll find Swings. something I can hang off yeah. and I will do a load of chin-ups, 10 mm. sets of 10, something like that, and then do clap press-ups and box jumps and go for an occasional run or bike ride. That's That's more than enough. Yeah. Uh, it just, I, I want it to be everything. And the reason I've now, mentioned this in this extra Chiefs thing is, I just I was curious what they do. And extra Chiefs strength and conditioning has been exceptional over the years, and it always develops those, those trademark Ooh, big rump, the rump, yep. the big yeah. rump. And yeah, Russ Tuima looks like he could do with an extra Chiefs big rump. He he, he has got a big rump. It's th- he needs some uh, granite chiselled around the edges. So, who is the strongest in the gym, according to one of the extra chiefs' backs? Let me guess. I, let me guess. Let me guess. I cannot remember. Out of the backs, this is out of the, out the backs. backs. Uh, Hoggy's got to be pretty strong. I might have been Stuart Hogg giving the interview. To be fair, so it's not Stuart Hogg. Okay. What about? So I might. This might be according to Stuart Hogg, but it might oh, not that be. Hendricks. Yeah, the diminutive Hen- centre. <laughs> Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Uh, that's who I'd have chosen. <laughs> Ian Witten. Witten, yeah. Big, good Northern Irish beef. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He, and he is a big, strong boy. Well, he's not as strong as... Uh, Hendrickson missed uh, <laughs> a uh, day off. It's not been available. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So, they're back three. They're going to be without a hog for quite a chunk of the season. They've, They've lost, lost O'Flaherty. Uh, Woodburn is occasionally injury prone, but very good when yeah when he, he's, fit. he's playing this weekend. Devoto, a good sign. There's a boy I've not heard about. Yeah, for a while. you need they, Devoto's been out a lot. He's, yeah, he's a very classy player. So I, I think they're going to struggle though because who's going to be? Well, they've got Cordero, Facunda, Facunda Cordero. Uh, they've got this Carter. Um, oh, Josh Hodge is going to have to step up Hodge. one of these seasons. One day. I mean, how long have we talk, been talking about that though? 
he he's another boy who needs some strength and conditioning in the opposite direction of they need to send uh, Tuima to live with Hodge and or Hodge's parents and Hodge to live with Tuima's <laughs> parents. Yeah, get them on the reverse diets because Hodge needs to bulk up a bit. It's from last from last I saw him, um, too many salads. Way too many salads. Watching his figure, he's cutting yeah. for Ibiza. Exactly. 22. Yeah, I, do you know uh, Exeter? And we, I know we're a little bit struggling. Like uh, we're struggling a little bit. Like who is going to be their go-to? But they've they've got this like triad of attacking players: Hog, um, Hog, Noel, and Slade. Slade. And when those three are on, yeah. they are on, and they can just. I actually think they're the best attacking trio in the entire league. And now that is without Devoto giving them the ball. That's without Woodburn uh, pitching in. Uh, all all those other bits and pieces. If they get those three. Playing their big games, they could, they've got the potential to score against anyone. So they're very much not the Exeter that we saw when they started winning European Cups. I think slightly different. I think they've almost reinvented themselves. They last year missed a lot of that forward grunt. If they can reinvent that somehow, and I'm not sure they can yet, and match it up with the incredible attacking prowess of those three when they're on the field together, which of course is not guaranteed, yeah. they can still be an absolute handful. Oh, they can when they have all those guys on the field. I just I think that the the drop-off is too big. Of course it is, yeah. And this is a problem, isn't it, with having unnaturally talented guys or, you know, guys who are just too good. You can't really replace Stuart Hogg with Josh Hodge. In the same way Sale Shocks, well, it's not really happened yet, but theoretically the same way Sale Shocks couldn't really replace Manu Tualangi. Actually, you can. It's quite easy at the moment. Because um, Sale never really had a prolonged run of games where he's been available. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, the, you know, the best Tualangi is... It, it just you can't replace him unless you're going to get Laumapi from Japan. Yeah, there's there's almost no one else on the planet. No, uh, yeah, certainly not. It's only it's going to be unlikely you're going to find someone in the academy that is going to replace. It's the any number of, of games they're going to be without Noel and Slade. Yeah, yeah, and Hog. Yeah, I'd, 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 actually, I'd actually go because all of that I agree with. The most fundamental point is what you mentioned before, Tim. The set piece and getting that, mm. getting that tight five grinding and working as hard as they were when they won the double when they won European Cup final beating two of the big French teams grinding out Mm. brutal wins against two of the big French teams either side of playing the semi-final and final of Premiership and winning those as well that's what they have to get out and whether they can do it is another matter Yeah, Um, but I, I hope they do because Exeter is a great club. It's a club I think we've all got a, a big soft spot. Oh, very much, very much so. Uh, and we we want we want. I think the league is richer for them being in that competition because they're so so dangerous. And what, and what I would say is, I think is Exeter became a victim of their own success. They had a very short turnaround after winning the double. Yep, and they weren't able to to keep that going. It became a long two seasons. And they've never had the time and space to be able to kind of adapt. I think actually not getting to the playoffs will serve them really, really well because they've had a long period now to rest up, get people fit and firing, sort out issues that they need to get sorted out. And in their coaching team is one of the best in the business, mm. the whole team. And I think Ali Hefer will have had time to sort their uh, attack out. Rob Baxter and, um, and Rob Hunter will have got their forwards firing. So I, I trust that they're going to be significantly better relatively than last season. I just, I'm not sure it's going to fly them too much further up the table from where they ended. Sixth or seventh for me. <laughs> <coughs> I think they'll be pushing for top four. 
I think I think they will get. I'm going to put them in top four. I think because of the yeah, I'm kind of in the sixth, fifth, sixth, uh, which I keep putting teams in. I'm yeah. going to have to write this down uh, because I just think the periods where they're without their internationals, the drop off's too big. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And it used to be the case that they could go like three teams deep and still beat people because it was almost like they had an institutional confidence and that confidence is gone. You know, you can't carry on moving uh, bricks from the structure and eventually it will crumble. And I think Exeter have kind of gone through that now. Yeah, there was nothing uh, was a better example of that point than when dollars, uh, 35-year-old oh, yeah. dollars lined up against Semi Randrandra, the most expensive player in the league. Smashed him everywhere. And hammered him. He was by far the better player on the day. Easily. Uh, Chiefs fans, enjoy Sandy Park. Enjoy your brand new stand, fully open. And uh, And your rooftop bar and your your hotel. Your rooftop bar, your hotel. One of... Your great little town. An absolutely fantastic rugby club. And um, yeah, all the best for the new season. Good luck. Actually, actually, sorry, sorry, we can't end this because I completely forgot in our rush, Max Armstrong. Uh, thank you for your extra Chiefs preview. You made some fantastic points, much of which has uh, formed the basis of uh, of our little chat here. But just to put a little bit more flesh on the bones on exactly what you were touching on there a second ago, Phil. Uh, Max says on the pitch, our problems were as clear as day. The set piece fell apart with the worst light because even more than the scrum. The worst line-out accuracy, accuracy percentage in the league and the fourth Oof. worst scrum percentage. Oof. Defense was also leaky, especially out wide, where we had joint worst tackle completion percentage. But for my money, the most worrying thing was the lack of direction and control at 9 and 10, something we didn't touch mm. on. We talked about how important Nick White was all last season. Very uh, good point. Having him, but we played far too much side-to-side rugby in the middle third of the pitch, frequently resulting in turnovers, conceding possession and points. Player availability didn't help, obviously, um, but that nine and ten, where, where are they going to be? Because you mentioned, like Harvey Skinner started against Ulster. Yeah, Joe, Joe Simmons doesn't look the player he was, but I think that's down to the scrum half. And who have they got? It's, it's uh, Tom uh, Townsend, Stu Townsend, and the Maunders. Maunder boys. And have they got anyone else? Let's just have a quick I'm look not, at the squad. I'm not rating that. They got. You I like Townsend a lot. Tom Cairns. I, Tom Cairns is another one. Um, but I think he's more academy. I'm, I also but, like Maund the senior. Um, I like so they were in the England. Well, one I, he was in the England squad for a bit, and then all the other yeah halfbacks have overtaken him. So I like them. I like Maunder Maunder Townsend, but I like Will Trudley. But all of those mm. are kind of a, a vanilla option scrum half. Whereas Nick White was an all-singing, all-dancing. He was a an X-Factor scrum half. And with Joe Simmons, who is more of a vanilla fly-half, yeah. you kind of need some, you need a bit more of a spark there. And they've not got it with those options. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, it's very much Exeter relying on their system rather than their talent. And I think that's the difference between when they won the league, when they just had monsters and they could rely on the system. And now they're reinventing themselves with... You know, like I said before, all of these guys that can play a bit of rugby. So maybe that vanilla option doesn't... Mm, yeah, it's difficult. Uh, I, I would maybe suggest that most premiership scrum halves could do a decent job behind that extra Chiefs pack. Well, the old... 20, 2018 yeah. to 2020. I I could do a good, good job. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then actually Nick White added an extra something which made Joe Simmons look like the player that we were all clamouring to be... 
the replacement for England, um, yeah. Inter- yeah, yeah, England yeah. recognition, which nobody's been saying in the last 12 months. No, definitely not. Including Rob Baxter. When I, you know, We all thought that Rob Baxter shelved Joe Simmons because he just wanted a bit of time off. Actually, I think or he does... Or give, give Harvey Skinner, Harvey Skinner. Some game time. Yeah, yeah, I think he's preferred yeah. Harvey Skinner, yeah. It's or or more he's, more he's, he's just uncertain. Yeah. Because yeah. it, was, it was clear when Steno was stepped to second choice and Simmons was stepped to first choice, it was clear that... And I was surprised at the time because Steno was such a good player, but it was the right call at the time. Now the, it's not as clear-cut, and it's not as clear-cut because neither of them are that Bring great. Steno back. No. Steno, I still yeah. he's, he'll do a job. He's, he's actually in Exeter, so he could come back. Get Steno back, and uh, that's it. That, that's our takeaway from this whole thing. Perfect. Stino, come back. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else custom spray five and one only from rustoleum mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market